the more you speak your truth in every relationship in your life, you'll see rapid improvements in the quality of your life. I promise. Welcome to A Congruent Life, where we share inspirational stories of authenticity and happiness. A Congruent Life is an interview project sharing the stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things, discovering their passions, and living authentic, amazing lives. Here's your host, Andy Gray. Hello, everyone. Welcome back, and thanks so much for joining me for episode 35 of A Congruent Life. I'm Andy Gray, and thanks for being here today. On A Congruent Life, we explore themes of authenticity, especially those where people hit some sort of critical junction in their lives and then reinvent and live their lives in a way that's more congruent for them. Today's guest, Mike Rostowski, had his world rocked when his mother died unexpectedly. He left his traditional corporate career and took a year off to focus on doing things that brought him joy, spending time with his brother and traveling around the United States doing volunteer work. He now spends his energy helping men improve their relationships. I'm talking today to Mike Rostowski, who is the author of a recent book called August and is a men's coach. Mike, welcome to A Congruent Life. Hey, Andy. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm really glad that we were able to make this connection. You're doing a lot of great work that I think is really consistent with the theme of the show. Yeah. And so I think it's a it's really great opportunity to have you, uh, have you on the show today and, and spend a little bit of time talking. Yeah, no, I, um, I, I love the title of the show too, a, a congruent life. Cause like as a coach, that's, that's really what I do is just try and get people's lives into congruency. So it's just like beautiful title, really thrilled to be here and, and just kind of jam with you for, I guess the next 45 minutes or so. So for those listeners that might not be familiar with you and your work, can you maybe just give a quick introduction about who you are and what you're up to? Yeah, sure. So um, I'm Mike Rostowski. Um, I'm known as the men's coach, and um, I, I'm a life coach for high-performing men. So um, a lot of entrepreneurs are my clients, and my tagline is I help high-performing men uh, master their relationships with their women and their work. So I, I have kind of a deep practice both in like the sex, love, intimacy space. I've done just a lot of reading and workshops and, and just learning from, from women um, and then on the other hand, I also like I have an MBA and I have a business background and I've studied a lot of like internet marketing and I've been, you know, building my blog for the past two and a half years. And, um, so it's, it's, it's helping men, you know, ultimately in the areas where they need it the most, which is like sex and money. Um, and, and I also write, um, so I, I wrote my, my first book and I write, um, just on my blog and people, you know, people tell me a lot you know, oh my gosh, like Mike, you're like one of the two or three blogs that I still subscribe to. Like, I love how much you share. And I, I guess for me, it's just, I, it's like, how could I not share? You know, I, um, I've learned just through, through coaching that the, like the, the less, like the less we keep private and like the less shame we have about stuff and the more we share our quote unquote secrets, like the more free you are. So I just feel really, really free all the time. Like I'm never, stressed out if someone's going to like find out I'm doing bad stuff. And I think my, my whole platform for working with men is just, it's all around integrity and, and authenticity and like being impeccable with your word. 
Um, so yeah, so I'm just, I'm, I'm all about a congruent life. (laughs) Well, those qualities really show up in, in your writing and in the work that you're doing. I love that sense of openness and transparency and you saying, here I am. This is, this is my life. These are my struggles. These are my excitements. These are, you know, the things that I'm up to without really any sense of, of pretense or secrecy. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and I've just been launching a lot of stuff too. Like I, um, I think as entrepreneurs, like we're artists and just to me, it's, it's fun creating new stuff. So, um, I'm doing a retreat in January called, um, execute and, and it's a retreat about doing, so it's a retreat about execution as opposed to just going to a conference and hearing a bunch of like famous people talk about their inspiring lives. It's, it's a retreat where we just work and, and I sort of assemble the, a subject matter or a, a team of like subject matter experts to to help you in, in every, you know, in every step of your business. Um, and then my, my really, really big, big, big project, which is, um, stretching me, I'm way over my head, but (laughs) learning so much is, is the conference for men, um, which is a conference for 300 men in, in April. Um, and it's, it's also a conference about doing, so it's a conference about getting together and like just doing some heavy lifting and doing some, doing some work in our lives as men, um, just because I've, I've found in my travels that there's, I think there's very little that like really supports men and there's, I'm, I'm shocked that there's not even a conference for it. And it was an idea that I've had for a while and I had, um, some friends lovingly pushed me into doing it. And now I'm like in the, like, I kind of like dove in the deep end without, without my floaties on. And I'm just like learning everything about conference planning and booking speakers and, um, it's been just a huge learning experience and it's going to be like, I know with absolute certainty, it's going to be amazing and I can't wait for it. But, um, it is, you know, just being radically honest, like it's a ton of work, but, um, I just, I feel like I've just learned so much already just, just from putting it out into the world. Yeah. Since we're talking about the the conference there, maybe you could uh, talk a little bit about the process of how that came to be. I would imagine that jumping into something like that, putting on a conference for 300 men would trigger all kinds of fear and challenge and who am I to put on a conference and how the heck do I pull this off and, and all those kinds of emotions. Yeah. I mean, uh, exactly. Like all of that stuff. I'm really dated, like I'm really dedicated to doing men's work. So I'm a, I'm a nomad also. So I, I, I haven't had a home in a year and nine months and I just, I, everything I own pretty much fits in a suitcase and I travel around the world either, you know, going to doing speaking engagements or going to conferences or events or, you know, staying with different entrepreneur friends. Like sometimes it's for a week, sometimes it's for several, several weeks. Like the, the world is my co-working space. Um, and, and I've learned just as I traveled, I, I met a lot of like really amazing men who have either, you know, financially they're successful or like they're on a spiritual path. And, and just a common complaint that I heard was like, yeah, like I just don't have any friends anymore. Or I kind of feel like I've, you know, outgrown my high school friends and, and college friends. And like, you know, not that there's anything wrong with just like drinking beer and watching football every weekend. Like I, I kind of want to do, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm, I built a startup or like I'm, I'm doing this, like, you know, I'm, I'm creating this art or I'm, I'm really into creating things that are bigger than me and like putting a big dent in the universe. And I just don't feel like I have much support from other men. And, um, and, and women, I think have a lot of support. Like there's so many like women's masterminds and, 
like Oprah's like the personal development channel now and um, it's just they're doing a lot of work and I think for men and it's like we're kind of not so um, so I, I'm, I'm just really dedicated to like creating you know the conference for men is like it's a it's an like experiment in a community and bringing a bunch of awesome guys together and and like doing the work that you know we do in our men's groups and um, so I mean so that was like the big why and um, I think we always know exactly what our next steps are. Like, like even now, Andy, like you probably have ideas for doing stuff in the future. Like maybe it's 12 months out or maybe it's two years out. So, so for me, I had this idea of doing this, this big conference, but honestly I was going to wait until like I grew my blog a little bigger. I was going to wait until I grew my coaching practice bigger. Like I was going to wait until that perfect time. Um, but I was at a, um, I was at a retreat um, that I was speaking at, and um, part of the retreat was we we would each sit in the hot seat uh, in front of the room and just kind of talk about our business. and And I had this big like master plan, you know, planned out like here's the next three years of how I'm building my 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 empire. And um, they just kind of pushed me a little bit, and they were like, you know, like why why do you have to wait to do the conference, you know, in a year or in two years? Like, what if you did it next year? Um, and I thought, you know, what if I did do it, do it, uh, next year and, and my, and my launch was, it was like the softest launch ever. I just, I wrote a blog on my, um, I wrote a blog post on, I think it was like September 25th. So it's only been two months and I wrote just my vision of the conference for men. And I said, I'm going to do this conference and it's going to be in San Diego. Um, I pick San Diego cause it's my favorite city. So like, why not do it in, in a nice sunny place? And here's what it's going to be about. Like, are you in? And I just got an overwhelming amount of support and just people started sharing it everywhere. Um, since then, yeah, just since then, honestly, it's been just like a whirlwind of just like connections. And I'm talking to people on the phone, like these like speakers who these like thought leaders and masculinity and like in the men's movement. And, um, and I, there are a lot of guys out there who care and there are a lot of guys who are doing, doing the work, but just like, I, I don't think we really knew about each other. And, and it's been really amazing since I put this idea out into the world, just like all these even more amazing men are just showing up in my life. And, and I'm learning about just like, there's tons of resources out there for men, um, but they're just sort of hidden in little pockets, whether they're regionally or whether it's on this little corner of the internet. Um, so it's, it's been really, it's been really fun for me just to meet, you know, dozens of other really awesome men who do the same work that I do. And like, I don't consider them competitors. We're all just like on the same team. Um, and, and I've just been, yeah, just growing a lot and, um, yeah. And being triggered left and right. Like all those fears that you said, I, I totally have them. Like, who am I to throw this conference and like, who am I to, have people have 300 men like fly out to San Diego and like listen to a, a conference that I'm like, even now as, as I'm saying it, like I feel kind of crazy. Like, I don't believe I'm doing this. This is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what am I, what am I doing? I've never done this before, but, um, but if there's something that I've learned is that the fact of the matter is that like all of us, like all, I think all top performers or any like, artists like we've never done any of this before like we're literally just like making it up as we go all the time 
Um, and, and like if, and that's just part of being an entrepreneur is like living in complete and absolute uncertainty all the time. And, and this is, and like, you know, this is by far the, by far the largest project I've done, like by far the, the largest amount of financial risk and that I have like, I have to put a lot of money down for, for conference space and for venues and for, you know, all, all, all sorts of stuff. So, um, you know, there's a slight chance that like I'll fail and go bankrupt and lose all my money, you know, but like, what if that did happen? I think I'd be fine. Cause you know, I, like money's not that important to me anyway. So just like all that stuff is, is, is coming up. And, um, if I, if I didn't have the support that I have, like there'd be no way that I can do that. And I just feel really lucky that I have a lot of, um, just a lot of like really supportive people who when I'm, when I'm freaking out, I can just call them and get on the phone and like vent and, or, or I can, you know, email a couple people who have thrown big conferences and, and they email me a response right away. Like, like Chris Guillebeau from world domination summit, he, you know, he's emailed me several responses back and, um, yeah, it just, it feels good to like totally have no idea what I'm doing yet feels so much like love and support from everybody around me at the same time. That's fantastic. It's, uh, it definitely takes some, some courage to jump in that. Um, but as, as you described, you know, if it feels crazy, then you're probably on the right track and in terms of trying to do something really significant and men's work is so important. It's a definitely a passion of mine as well. And, um, I think you're right though. The world needs more conscious men and thanks so much for putting that energy into helping, helping men sort of wake up and, and discover their own authenticity. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, um, cause, cause essentially I think, I think most coaches, most coaches just coach a former version, uh, like their former self. So like I, I just coach the guys who are like one or two steps behind me. Cause I, I totally, like I've made every mistake possible in, in relationships and like in life. And I used to just be like way out of integrity in all my relationships. And I've, I've pretty much like screwed everything up. So like, any guy can come to me with any issue and I can be like, Oh yeah, dude, I've totally been there. <laughs> Let's, you know, so I, um, yeah, I'm just helping the guys that are like one or two steps behind me. And I, by no means, and like, I hate the term like guru or like, I will never, ever, ever have life figured out. And I'm constantly learning. And like half of, half of what I say right now on my blog, like I probably won't even agree with in like five years, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's like, it's just, it's just the process of like refining and, you know, just like getting rid of stuff that doesn't serve me. And who knows, like, yeah, in five years I might, I don't know, I might be a monk or I might be running a startup or I might, you know, it's like, who knows, but, but for now, like, this is what I'm really, really committed to because I see a big need um, in the world for it. A lot of what we do on A Congruent Life is uh, share the stories of how people kind of go through life and then discover that sense of authenticity for them. And, and in many cases, that involves some sort of big transition in your in your life to cause you to recalibrate and change the direction of your life. And that's certainly been the case for you. I, I think you have a beautiful story about how that happened for you. W would you mind sharing a bit about that story with our listeners? Yeah. So, I mean, I was on the, I'm 32 right now. Like I I didn't know this world existed at all up until probably two years ago. I was on the very traditional path. Like I, I got, I got my bachelor's in business. I worked for five years in you know, sales and marketing and advertising. 
Um, I went and got my MBA at like a you know top 30 school. Went to, you know, I, I got that great corporate job. I was doing human resources for uh, for like a large for like a Fortune 50 healthcare company, and and when I looked at <laughs> as I sat in my office working and um, maybe sometimes not not working, I would look like I would look at guys like you, and I would like sometimes listen to podcasts or I would read blogs, and just these lives seem so like far out of reach, and I just I remember like thinking how awesome these, these people were and how just like, Oh my gosh, like this, like these people are so brave and like, I could, I could never do that. You know, like I, I, I could never just like quit my corporate job and start a podcast or write a book or do any of that stuff. I read Chris Guillebeau's blog. Um, cause I, I read his book, the art of nonconformity and I was a, a subscriber on his blog. And when the first world domination summit came out, um, it was in June 2011. I, I don't even know like why, but I just wanted to go and um, and something about it seemed cool. You know, it's like living. I think his tagline is a a remarkable life in a in a conventional world. And I just I don't know why, but I just bought a ticket. Um, and and when I went, just I was I was blown away at how awesome everyone was and. And not like awesome, like, hey, look at me, I'm awesome, awesome, like, here's what I've done and here's what I've built and like, let me show you how. Just everyone was so supportive and I can honestly say for the first time, like, I, I really felt, like, I felt like I, I found my peeps or like, I, I felt so, like, the stories that I heard heard from people and and for once, like, I felt like I just, I wasn't weird or, or, or like, I wasn't selfish for like, wanting more out of life or um, like I was, <laughs> I was that kid who, who got straight A's, but got in trouble a lot. And <laughs> I think, I think a lot of entrepreneurs are kind of like that. It's like, we're like, we're smart and we can get the work done, but it's like, we, if things don't, don't make sense, like we'll, we'll break the rules. Um, and like, I just broke a lot of rules when I was young because a lot of stuff didn't make sense. And, um, I, I, in all essence, like failed in my corporate career. Like I, I'm a horrible, horrible cultural fit for like most large fortune 500 companies. Um, you know, like I'm, I'm all about like radical authenticity and like speaking my truth, which, which I learned very quickly. It doesn't, doesn't work in a corporate environment. Um, but yes, yeah, so I just, I went to this conference and it just totally, it was like taking the red pill in the matrix. And it was like, holy shit. Like I, I did not know this life was possible and, and, and the people were so just so nice and like they were giving me resources or giving me books or like they, they give me their, like their e like their information product that they sell online, maybe for 300 bucks. They'd say, Oh yeah, here, just, I'll just give you a copy of it so you can learn how I built this business. Um, and yeah, so like I, I found, I found my peeps and, um, so while I was at the conference, so so huge, like massive, like expansive, you know, thing that I went to world domination summit. Um, and then, and the night before, like five hours before, um, my, my mom passed away, um, in her sleep. So, so for me, it was like, I mean, honestly, it was like the, one of the best events in my life and easily, easily the, the worst event of my life. Like I've, I had never really experienced loss at all. Like I, I wasn't that close to my grandparents. I, I didn't have that, that many, 
like I, I never had a friend pass away. So um, I, I was pretty lucky. I, I made it to 30 without, you know, like without really suffering a big loss. Um, and and it, it just, you know, it's like everything that I knew about life just got just totally exploded, you know, the just on like what's possible on like ways of making money and then and then tasting death. And um, I I kind of write a lot about death and I, I even talk about it and it's it comes up in my coaching and I think after like tasting death, like whether you have a near death experience or, or like a loved one dies, just like nothing's the same anymore. And, and the things that I used to like think about and like bitch about or, or worry about just became so pointless. And like the only things that mattered were like, were like love and, and happiness and like contribution. And, um, so, so after that, um, yeah, just life wasn't the same at all. I, uh, my my brother David had just finished um, high school like a a week uh, prior to my mom passing away, so I like the only thing I was worried about was was him. Um, I was an only child till I was twelve, so there's a huge huge age gap with us. And I I flew him out to New Jersey where where I was living and uh, took three and a half weeks off of work and we just drove around America and and we spread my mom's ashes just all over at like Niagara Falls and on the Brooklyn bridge and in front of the white house and just like, I don't, I don't even know where that idea came from, but I, I just knew that's what I had to do. Like I needed to make sure that David had a good summer before he went to college. Cause like he just graduated high school and, and his mom died. And, um, and that's what I came up with. You know, like I just, I don't know why I do this stuff I do. I just, it, it just kind of comes to me and I do it. And, and, and that road trip, man, was just like, the best three weeks of my life. And, um, I think after tasting freedom and, and feeling alive for like 16 hours a day instead of 16 hours a week, I just knew I couldn't go back. I, I couldn't go back to my office. And, um, so I, I lasted another six months in corporate. Um, and then I left. And since then I've been like, I sold everything I own, you know, about 21 months ago. And I've just been traveling and learning and, like staying with entrepreneurs and like playing with their kids and watching cartoons with them on Saturday morning and just, and, and like living, like living in a Ted talk kind of. And, um, and I've learned so much and like, and I'm still learning. There's so much to learn about just business and life and entrepreneurship. But, um, yeah, I just feel, I don't know. I, I feel lucky, like just so grateful and lucky that like I live the life that I live. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's literally like, the life of my dreams. Like I travel the world and I, I speak and I do coaching and, um, I have the most amazing supportive friends in the world. Um, but you know, I, I probably being honest, like wouldn't be here if my mom didn't pass away. Like if, if my mom was still alive, like I, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have a blog. I, I wouldn't be doing any of this work. I'd be working a six figure job working in New Jersey. Like I, I'd have, really nice dress shirts and shoes and I'd probably drink more <laughs> than I do now. And just, I wouldn't know any different. So, um, it was just such a huge gift and yeah, just like life has never been the same after that. And I, I wrote in my book that I wrote August, you know, it's like, this is ded dedicated to my mom, like who, um, who gave birth to me twice, like once, once when I was born and, and then, uh, the second time when she passed away and, I just everything after my mom passing away, it's just 
it's everything is so different and it's so rich and it's just so amazing but you know it's like i like it makes me sad because my mom's not around so it's um yeah that's that's a bit of 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 the backstory of yeah of just of of how i got here and the the one thing i'll i'll close on is the most amazing people who i know like the most oh my gosh like these like thought leaders and personal development or like speakers or really incredible entrepreneurs i would say most of them went through a lot of pain like when they were young it's like the the stories are just just amazing you know like i just like most life life coaches went through so much horrible stuff and and that's why they're coaches because they had to find the tools to like overcome and to get over that so i would just say to like anyone listening like if if you've gone through pain or like if you're going through pain now like um i know this sounds kind of cold but like i'm i'm glad you went through that or like i'm glad you're going through that cuz it will only make you a stronger person and it will only make you able to just really serve the world in a big way and help the people that either are going through or or like have gone through what you've gone and and it's it's your pain and your trauma that like gives you your greatest gifts and um I'm totally convinced of that like as I've met some really amazing people like you would have never guessed like the lives that they had just 10 years or even 5 years ago you're definitely tapping into the core i think of the human experience which is this this journey through a series of of life and death and and sometimes death is a a figurative thing and sometimes it's a literal thing but it really is that that sense of loss and and going through those pains in order to be reborn in a new way and it's really uh, really wonderful how you embraced that sad experience but transformed that into something so life-giving for you and reinventing your own life journey yeah. Yeah. Death is my greatest teacher. And I, one of the best coaching sessions I've, I've ever had, I asked him this and it was a crazy question. And I was just like, what would you do if you, if you had a month to live? And, um, and he really just got deep on that question. And, you know, he made this long list of things that, that he would do. And, you know, it was a lot of saying like, I love you to people. And it was a lot of, just, just a lot of beautiful stuff. And I said, all right, like that's, that's your homework, <laughs> you know, go, go and do as much of that as possible. And, um, yeah, just, just, just death is, um, I don't know. I, I think when you, when you just, when you taste death, like just life is, is never the same. Like food, food literally tastes better. And like when I, when I walk outside, I just, I'm, I'm at awe of like nature and trees and like the air smells better. And I literally feel more alive like all the time um, since my mom passed away. And it's almost because I have this, I just have the constant realization that like this present moment is like the only thing that is a given and just, and I'm so lucky to be experiencing that. And, and like, I'm just going to show up fully for everything, for, for every conversation, for every meal, you know, even if I'm just eating, like I had breakfast this morning with my friend Dan and, and I was eating eggs and just, they were really good eggs. And I was like enjoying every bite of these eggs and, and knowing that like, I'll never eat these eggs again. And, and it sounds crazy, but like, that's the, like, that's sort of the, the consciousness and presence I try and bring to every moment. And, and just every moment is just like really rich. And, like every day is like the best day of, of, of my life and every day is just full of 
yeah, just full of like amazing good stuff. But that's just because I'm showing up for it, you know, and as opposed to being like just totally checked out and like moving on like autopilot, um, like I think I was for, for most of my life. What a great gift to have that sense of awareness and presence. That's that's really awesome. So how does that bring you to the work that you're doing now uh, in terms of becoming a coach and and what you do with men? Yeah, so I, 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 I help men in those two verticals, right, in their relationships and their businesses. But, but honestly, it's like where, where they're not showing up, like in in sex or in love, is it's very similar to where they're not showing up in their in their business. And um, it's like there's there's just a couple. I mean, there's a couple little tweaks that I'll make in a man's life that. Or I'll just offer them like ways of seeing the world. Um, number one is integrity. Like I am, I am completely, I am totally convinced that the magic elixir of life that will give you all the like money and love and connection and everything that you ever wanted is just being impeccable with your word and just like never, never lying. Um, the and and even with the smallest things, like like for for me now, it's like I try. I try and be on time to every appointment, like on the minute. Um, if I tell someone that I'm going to email them something, I I email them that, um, and and I just feel I feel a lot more powerful, and and I think just people trust me more, and um, and when and it's been a process from being I would say like a borderline like pathological liar, very like manipulative in my teens and early twenties because. I had to like lie to my parents from a young age because I didn't want to lose their love because uh, I kind of grew up in a in a kind of strict um, household. So I I've 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 heard this story you know hundreds of times as I as I've told that people are like oh my gosh me too like I I totally lied to everyone when I was a teenager and then it became a habit and then I learned that all the stress in my life is being caused by lying and and now I don't and life is freaking easy. <laughs> um, so yeah, just you know, for, for so many of our, of our issues, like in, in relationships or in business, just, it comes from like, not, not staying true to our word, you know, whether it's, whether it's cheating or whether it's like, just like not speaking your truth in a business transaction or like in a, in a joint venture. Um, and like, if, if you can get that one thing, right, just every, just everything in life is good. And, and virtually all, all of your stress just like melts away. So, so that's one big, big area. Um, another big area is like growth, you know, like when, um, when, when given a path, I always choose the path that leads to the most growth. And I, I literally like chase that feeling now. Like I chase that feeling of being, um, a little bit scared. Um, that feeling that kind of feels like you're standing on the edge of a cliff and you're like about to look down. Cause like, I know that's, that's where my edge is. And, and I know that that's just the next hurdle to jump off of. And, um, for the past two years, I've just been just growing my comfort zone, like crazy. Um, I think people, people see me as this guy who like lives all over and does a bunch of cool stuff. But I mean, I, I, I grew up with so much fear. I was afraid of everything when I was young. I was, very shy, like terrified of girls. Um, like I didn't move out of my parents' house till I was 24. Like, I, I lived with them through college and even, 
you know, which, which some people like that, they can't believe that because they see me like talking about fear and, you know, doing speaking engagements on fear. But um, this is all super, super new to me. Um, so just, yeah, it's like chasing that feeling of, of being just a little bit afraid or a little bit nervous. Like I, I, I only like I'm single now, so I, I'll only talk to the women that make me a little bit nervous because because those are the ones like that like there's there's something there you know either they're so beautiful or, or they're so powerful or there's there's something there that that I need to explore I you know it's I I, I only you know it's like I I do things like create conferences or retreats or I wrote a book in August because it made me really really nervous to do all those because I've never done any of them but like I know that there was a market need for it, or I know that I can help someone with it. So, so I do it, you know, for the, for the sake of all beings. Um, so, so growth is the second thing. And then I, I think the, the third thing I just want to touch on, on like how I, I work with men is around emotional intimacy. So I, um, like I, I cry all the time. Like I, if something, if something makes me sad, like I was just, I don't know, I was just sitting I was with a friend and I was thinking about just, I was thinking about my brother and something made me sad and like, and, and I, I just, I cried for, and it took like 15 seconds and like I cried and I, I fully felt the emotion and then processed it and then it was gone. Like just like that. And, um, I think most, I don't want to say most, but a lot of men just don't give themselves permission like to cry or to feel their feelings because they've been programmed to believe that like boys don't cry or you got to be a man and you got to suck it up and like you got to be strong and like don't be a pussy like don't be a girl and there's all that that stuff um you know maybe it, it it happened when they were like on the playground and they cried when they were in first grade and someone made fun of them or or maybe they were crying and their dad like raised his hand and said, I'll, I'll give you something to cry about. But at, at some point, you know, in a man's life, there was a, there was a point where he learned it was unsafe or like it was unmanly to cry. Um, so these guys are, are walking around with like decades of unprocessed emotion and, um, and, and not like not crying. Like it's like not pooping. Like it's like, it's like not giving yourself a chance to, to do just, a normal bodily process, which is to experience emotion and, and to feel emotion. And um, when I when I did my my life coach training cert, cert, certification um, and my life coach training program, just I I kind of just like cried for like nine months, like not not straight, but I would you know I'd get on the phone with with my coaching buddy and like we'd kind of dig around and she'd ask some questions and just like all this unprocessed emotion and like all like all this, like all of my stuff that I, all those like skeletons in my closet just popped up and, and we worked through them. And like, I've, I'm, I'm pretty clear. Like I've worked through pretty much everything that's ever made me sad or like made me feel scared or ashamed. And I just feel really clear and I feel really light and I'm just able to, and it feels really good. And, um, and I don't like, I don't rely on like drugs or alcohol to like, to like not feel like, I think people, people are afraid of not feeling and they think, oh my gosh, like if, if I feel this pain, it's going to kill me. But 
the reality is like if you don't feel it, then it's gonna kill you. I mean, and and so much like illness and just like illness and disease and cancer just comes because we like we hold emotions in our body, like we hold anger or we hold on to sadness. Um, and like I know some people hearing this like might not understand, but just like for me, giving my giving myself permission to feel like everything that that comes is just it's it's just totally changed my life and. Um, and, and my connections are so much deeper with, with other, not only with, with women, but like with other men, like I have, I have really incredible, like heart centered conversations and discussions with men. I have like at least a dozen guys who like, you know, after hanging out, I'll give them a big hug and be like, dude, I love you so much. Like, I'm so glad that you're in my life. Like these guys are, are, are my brothers. Um, and we're just open to love and we're just, we're completely open because we give ourselves permission to, to feel cause, cause to like, to feel is to be human and like, why would you not do that? But again, a lot of men think that all that, all the stuff about being a man and like, you know, being a macho, like they, they think that they have to like have that masculine shell and be strong, but you know, that's really not, not the truth. To maybe build on the points you're making a little bit, the point of this Acongruent Life Project is really about sharing stories of authenticity specifically. So what does living authentically or congruently mean to you? Yeah, to me, it means um, just like speaking my truth in every moment. And, you know, there's a lot of work and writing around this idea of like radical honesty. Like there's a book called Radical Honesty. I'm, I'm not at the point where like, I need to speak my truth in every moment. Like I don't need to like <laughs> in every moment tell everyone what I think about them or like give them unwarranted feedback or um, when I'm in a partnership, like I don't need to tell her every single emotion that's like coming up. I don't need to say, Oh, I'm sad. I'm jealous. I'm uh, you know, cause that like that doesn't help anything either. That's, that's, it's actually very depolarizing if, you know, if your girlfriend thinks like, am I your therapist now? So, so there's a, uh, there's a definite balance, um, but in general, it's um, for one, it's it's never lying. Like even even when it's scary, um, even when it sometimes like hurts people's feelings. But um, you know, an, an example of like if I'm dating someone and it's really not a hell yes anymore, it's like just being really honest about like yeah, like I like you're amazing and like. I love you as a human being, but it's just, it's not a guess. Like I, like I don't want to have sex with you anymore or like, or like, you know, like I just, I don't want to be in this partnership anymore. And, um, I don't know. Life just gets a lot easier. Do you, do you have a follow-up question that might help me elaborate on that point? No, that's great. And I, I think you've been elaborating on that throughout, uh, you know, particularly in these uh, elements that you're talking about with your coaching about integrity and growth and emotional intimacy. I mean, it sounds like that's essentially what you're defining as a congruent life or, or authenticity for you. Yeah. And, you know, like as a it's speaking, it's speaking your truth, which, which means a lot of things. So it means, it means asking for what you want. So it means it's like being, being vocal about what you expect, like in a business partnership or like in a, like in a sexual partnership. Um, it's, it's, it's saying no, right. It's like if, if someone says, Hey Andy, do you want to like, do you want to go on this trip? Like, and you really don't want to do it. It's, it, it's saying no. Cause, um, I think, I think in, in today's world, it's, I think saying no is actually more 
more important than than saying yes like i for for me i've learned i've really had to exercise like my 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 saying no muscle like i can't say yes to to every every interview i can't say yes to every person who emails me i can't say yes to every person who like wants to hang out and and that's hard that's really hard for me um but um yeah it's just it's speaking your truth um and always coming from like a place of like self love um and yeah and just like always coming back to yeah it's like kind of always coming back to my center like when i when i make decisions like i always kind of just like come back to myself um and think like is this something that i really really want like do i like do i really want to do this interview or like do i really want to take this client on because because ultimately like the only person who's responsible for my happiness is is myself like it's it's not it's not my coach it's not like it's it's not my parents it's it's me so like i just i take complete responsibility for my life and my happiness and my success and and the way that i make my life as awesome as possible is like using my words to tell people what i what i expect from them and tell people like what i'm able to give and what i'm not able to give how can our listeners engage with you mike I write at my blog, which is uh, rostoski.com, or um, you can go to menscoach.net, which is easier to spell than rostoski.com. <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll redirect. Um, and yeah, and I um, also, if you follow me on Facebook, I I kind of use Facebook as like a micro blogging platform. If I don't want to write an actual blog, but I just want to I just want to get get some stuff out, then I'll I'll use Facebook. Um, and I'm really pretty active on both my blog and, and Facebook. Um, if you want to interact with me in person, then, uh, show up in San Diego in, um, April 25th through 27th. And, um, if you're a man and you want to meet three other awesome men and, um, some pretty incredible facilitators and speakers and get together for like a weekend of accelerated growth. Um, and then that's the conference for men, which is conferenceformen.com. Fantastic. We'll uh, be sure to link to all that in the show notes. Oh, is there a final thought that you'd like to leave the listeners with about authenticity, Mike? Yeah, just, I, I know it's so scary and like, it's really hard. It's for some of us, if we've built a habit of like not lying, um, it's hard. Like I, I get it and I've been there, but I, I promise you that just if you try and curb your lying and if you try and speak your truth more like to your husband or to your business partner and, and have more of those courageous conversations, like it's a muscle just like anything. And if you're not working it out, then it's hard. It's really hard to have these conversations. But like I've gotten incrementally better and better at it over the course of the past two years. And, and like I'm still not perfect. I mess up all the time. Like Sometimes I, you know, I drop the ball or, you know, I, I might skip an appointment. Um, I'm, I'm human and I fully accept that. But um, no matter how hard and scary it is, like the more of those courageous conversations that you're able to have, like that is power. And like I feel I'm very powerful and I feel extremely powerful in every moment um, because I'm able to just like verbally like I'm able to verbalize like what I want and I'm able to verbalize what, what my needs are and what I can give and, and what I can't give. And that feels really good because not that long ago, like I had no personal power. And, um, so 
I just want to say like if you're if you're listening, I, I totally empathize with you. I know it's it's scary, but the more you make a habit of it, just the easier and the easier it gets. And then like just stress and drama and bullshit and everything, whoosh, just completely leaves your life. And then and you're left with the people who also speak their truth in every moment. And you know, like I don't even I'm so lucky that I have the friends that I have. Like I don't even know how I got to be friends with some of these people. Um, and just, we love each other and support each other. And it's, it's a really like incredible life that I live, but it just started with just like speaking the truth all the time and trying my hardest to live a life without secrets. And so if I can leave you with, with one thing, like the more, the more you speak your truth in every relationship in your life, the, the, just, you'll see rapid improvements in the quality of your life. So I promise. Well, Mike, thanks so much for the great work that you're doing and your own personal journey and with men. And thanks for taking this time to chat with us today. Yeah, I know. Thanks for having me. It was, uh, it was a pleasure to be here. I hope that you enjoyed that conversation with Mike Rostowski. Since this is episode 35, you can find the webpage for this episode at acongruentlife.net slash 35 or acongruentlife.net slash Rostowski. That's H-R-O-S-T-O-S-K-I. Thanks also to those of you that have been leaving reviews on the show, uh, including AEHS01 on iTunes and several folks on Stitcher. I'd really appreciate it if you take a quick moment to subscribe and leave a review for Aiken Grow Life. You can go to net slash iTunes to review and subscribe on iTunes, or net slash Stitcher to review and add the show to a Stitcher playlist. Thanks so much. If you're a fan of great audio content, you're going to love Audible.com. I've been an Audible listener for years myself. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook download, which you can access at aclbook.com. Big thanks to audible.com for supporting A Congruent Life. Once again, thanks for listening to A Congruent Life. I really appreciate your support. We have a bunch more great interviews and I'm excited to share with you over the coming episodes. So we'll see you next week for the next one. Thanks for listening to A Congruent Life. For more, please visit us on the web at acongruentlife.net. Do you have feedback about the show or suggestions for future guests? Please contact us through the website or send an email to feedback at a congruent life.net. See you next time.